The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. Hey, everyone. I'm Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. And if you're a healthcare professional and you're looking for support, join the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. Links in the show notes or just do a search on Facebook for the info. And if you have questions about anything we talk about today, any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or just come find us on social media. Awesome. And guys, Join me for my five-day challenge each month where we cover a topic or issue that will help you lose your cravings. It's free to join, uh, so just head over to my website, kisaamaro.com, and sign up there. Fantastic. All right, everyone, on to our topic of the day, which is buffering through the quarantine or eating all of the things. (laughs) (laughs) Eating all of the things, social media-ing all day. All day long. Yep. Um, so in this episode, we're going to, uh, talk about what buffering is, uh, why you are noticing more of it during quarantine and how to address it. Fantastic. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So when I started to brainstorm for this episode, I went to the Facebook Mm -hmm. and asked what you all have been doing to get through quarantine. And I got some great answers and I'm going to weave them into this episode. So let's look at some challenges of being in quarantine. And if you're listening to this at a later date, um, then we're recording. So we are recording this about like maybe two months into Mm -hmm. quarantine, depending on where you live. I know some people start at different times. Um, So let's take a look at some challenges of quarantine. So playing all roles at once. So that would be like mother, employee, teacher, wife, friend. Uh, There's no separation between these roles. So you're home all day long with everybody and you are doing all the things all at once. Yeah. So whereas, you know, we used to go to work and we were an employee there and then you would come home and you were a mother and a wife um, now it's everything all scrambled together. Yeah. There's so a little bit of separation. Yeah. That's definitely challenging. Um, one I was just talking to Mary about was mm-hmm. bored. <laughs> yep. You know, I'm not working, uh, you know, I can't go to dinner or movies or shopping. So what do I do with all my time? Yeah. I kind of feel like it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah. No joke. Like seriously not <laughs> knowing what day of the week it is. And I, right. <laughs> And I know it's got to be bad for some people because I do like, I'm going to, well, quote unquote, going to work on my right. video screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I have to know what day of the week it is. And it's still really tough. Right. 
yeah, to, know my husband, day, to know the day. My husband asked me what day it is and he's back at work now. Yeah. It's just, it's very strange. <laughs> very bored. Yeah. Um, let's look at homeschooling or as a good friend of mine likes to call it crisis schooling. <laughs> crisis schooling. That's <laughs> awesome. Yes. So juggling work and homeschooling can be a huge challenge and be frustrating to no end. Um, too much snacking. You know, what else is there to do? Why don't we just snack all day? What else that is there? Like, and it's right there. I can't get away from so my refrigerator. Yes. It's right in my kitchen. <laughs> All right? of my snacks. <laughs> right? Like when I'm at work, my like lunch is away from me, yep. you know? And then there's like a specific time when I get to eat lunch. Yeah. And I only bring so much of my snacks to work. I don't bring right? all Right? I don't them. bring my whole cabinet <laughs> or <laughs> refrigerator to work with me. <laughs> it's right there. Oh, man. Um Everyone is home. There's no yeah. privacy, guys. Uh, with everyone home and no one really going anywhere, it can be overwhelming to say the least. And the struggle to find some quiet time or privacy is real. Mm-hmm. You know, I live in a two-bedroom house with my husband and daughter. And with all, us all home at the same time, I struggle to find privacy or alone time. And no matter where I am, my daughter or my husband seem to find me. Yeah. If like, you, if you listen, if you listen to the last episode, you'll hear Antonia chasing Kisa around. Chasing me around. <laughs> I'm like trying to get, get away from me. It's amazing. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> um, so yeah, just finding privacy. That's a challenge. Um, there's also financial stress. Mm-hmm. So layoffs are real. And this puts a financial burden on some people. And Maybe you own your own retail business and you're no longer able to run it because all non-essential stores are closed. So, and there's kind of like this unknown, like when will they open? And like when they actually open, like who's going to be able to go shopping? Who's mm-hmm. going to have the money to do that? So there's a lot of unknowns in the financial stress. Um, lack of social interaction. Um, to all my extroverts out there, this can be a huge challenge. Right. You know, how do you integrate social interaction into social distancing and quarantine? Like, that's a real struggle. And even us, even us introverts, we like to talk mm-hmm. to other people, you know? Like, I know that you may think that we just like to go into our cave and never come out, but <laughs> we like to talk to other people. We do like the people. Besides our husbands and our children. <laughs> I know. I will say, like, it's been a lot easier for me than a lot of people because I'm like, this is kind of my jam. I don't really ever want to leave my house or talk to too many people, but then it's been getting real hard not seeing my coworkers, not being around other people, even like Uh just not being near people in public is it's starting to wear, starting to wear down. Yeah, definitely. Um, No alone time from kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you're used to your children being gone at school all day and now they're home all day, this can be a challenge. Um, They're always there up in your space and it can be frustrating. Um, My friend sent me a picture of, um, I guess it was kind of a meme maybe. It was like this lady um, and there was a, a chameleon on her head and then like in the background there was a kid just like peering into the screen or into like the picture and it was about like you know 
our video conference with your children at home mm-hmm. and like the chameleon was the toddler like running all over you yeah and then the kid in the background was like your 10 year old just like peering into the screen <laughs> so, yeah oh it just made me laugh um and then working from home with kids at home need mm-hmm. i say more no matter what age your children are, if they are home while you are working, this poses a challenge. You know, how do you put your focus on your work when your children are needing attention too? And if they're home, they're going to need attention. I don't period. know how you all are doing it. Me neither. All you parents out there, <laughs> I just want you to know that you are amazing superheroes, that your yeah. children are alive and you're working. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how they're supposed to also go to school. I'm having a hard enough time. I have zero children. I just have a puppy. So kudos to all of you. You are very strong. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so this next one, I'm going to read word for word from a comment I got on Facebook. Um, and it was probably one of my favorite. It just like made me laugh out loud. And I think maybe because it, I know the person it came from too. Um, they said I was drinking at first because I was stressed out, but I started doing yoga instead and it's working out much better as a stress reliever than peach whiskey. Huh. <laughs> I just thought that was great. <laughs> just gave me a little chuckle. Yeah. It's um, been... so doing some yoga maybe. Yeah. There's a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, and then emotional eating triggers. So do you eat when you're stressed, bored, yes. or frustrated? Yep. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes, right? <laughs> well, if you're like me, then you have probably noticed some emotional eating going on during quarantine. Mm-hmm. You know, we're experiencing so many emotions all at once. And the way I deal with not wanting to feel an emotion or avoiding an emotion is by eating. Like, that's what I do. I know myself. Um, and maybe for you, it might be drinking watching Netflix or video games or social media. Um, but no matter what it is, if you are avoiding a feeling by doing something else that ultimately has a negative consequence, then you're buffering. And so when we say like, you know, buffering through quarantine, this is what we're talking about. Right. We're avoiding our feelings. Usually they're usually negative feelings, avoiding them by doing something that will like take our mind off of it that ultimately has a negative consequence. Um, and it also like buffering gives you the result you don't want. So like maybe it's weight gain, maybe it's a hangover, um, not getting your work done. <laughs> like if yep. you're on social media all day long, instead of working, mm-hmm. then maybe you have to like scramble to get your work done late at night. Yeah. Um, and guys know that buffering or avoiding our feelings is completely normal. Like our brain wants pleasure and gratification and these things give our brain that versus feeling an uncomfortable feeling. Our brain is wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain and do what's easiest. Like that's our motivational triad. So when your brain has the option of Oreos or feeling frustrated, guess what it's going to choose? The Oreos, right? Every time. (laughs) Every time. I just want Oreos. So knowing this, you're probably wondering, well, how do I not buffer? Like, what's the answer? Um, And know that you have a choice. Your brain wants to do the easiest thing and go for the pleasure. 
but you can override your brain. You can choose not to eat the cookies. Um, like that's kind of like the easiest part. You're like, okay, I'm just not going to eat Oreo cookies. But yep. when you don't eat the cookies, you are left with your feeling. And this is the difficult part to handle. This is the part that we're always surprised at, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, you know what uh -huh. I'm going to do? I'm going to not eat these cookies and it's going to feel great. No, friends. Right. No. <laughs> no, gonna... you don't eat the Oreo and then you feel the boredom. That's right. okay. <laughs> just that's okay. Don't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the hard part is like yep. the easy yep. part is not eating the cookie. The hard part is the feeling you're left with. Yeah. Um, so you then process the feeling, feeling it in your body and allowing it to be there. And it will eventually pass. Uh, we have an episode, um, episode 14 on feeling your feelings. Uh, so I highly recommend it if you are curious about how to feel your feelings instead of eating all the food or buffering in the way that you are buffering. Right. Um, go ahead, uh, listen to episode 14, and it'll walk you through that process. Um, and for me, knowing that I like to eat emotionally, going into quarantine and being laid off, I knew that I was going to want to eat. Like, I just knew. I'm just like... It's, it's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> so guaranteed. I was kind of prepared. I was prepared for it. Um, I knew that urges and cravings would be there. Uh, you know, just the unknown of it all was causing stress for me. As someone who likes routine and schedules and planning ahead, I was thrust into a world where things were changing by the minute. Yep. And not wanting to feel this discomfort, I wanted to turn to food to avoid this feeling. But I understood that this was a choice that I was making. I could choose to eat the food and avoid my feelings, or I could choose to process my feelings and just feel the feels. And I think a huge difference between where I was before I knew how to process my emotions without food and now is that I know it is a choice. And sometimes I choose to eat the food. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I choose to feel the feelings. Yeah. Uh, but I know that I have the power in it. And so, you know, I'm in control uh, and it's my responsibility. I'm not blaming the extra food on quarantine or COVID or my husband or my daughter. I'm taking responsibility for eating. So like when I decide to eat the cookies, it's just like, okay, I'm choosing. It's not my husband's fault that I'm eating the cookies not my daughter's fault that I'm eating the cookies. I'm yep. choosing this. Um, and I'm choosing to eat it because I don't want to feel frustrated. Yeah. That's, you know, that's it. Um, you know, just as I am choosing to feel the feels and take responsibility for that as well. So knowing that I am in control and choosing to eat the food instead of allowing my feelings, I have let go of the guilt and shame that comes along with uncontrollable overeating. Mm -hmm. I no longer feel guilty or shameful when I buffer with food. I have worked on my thinking around overeating and eating quote unquote bad foods and don't allow myself to feel negatively about overeating. Yeah. Like I, I know. This, uh, oh, go ahead. I, uh, I call this uh, piling on. Mm. that's like we're, we're already stressed and then we're overeating mm -hmm. and then we want to pile on shame and embarrassment and frustration. Yeah. It's really does not make yeah. me want to not eat Oreos. 
it right? makes me just want to eat the more Oreos. More. Yeah. Let's more just eat more because now I feel crappy about myself. Yep. I have to get rid of this shame oh. and embarrassment now. I have to yeah. put those away as well. Yeah. So know that we are in challenging times and some people's situations may be more challenging than others. We are experiencing a plethora of emotions that can be difficult to process. So we turn to immediate gratification instead of processing difficult emotions. And that's totally fine, my friends. Mm -hmm. We are not bad people for it. We are just human. That's it. Yep. So during difficult and challenging times, it is helpful to incorporate things that help you through this period. So we have some helpful things you can do to help relieve stress. So some of these things might be like to journal. Um, journal about whatever is going on in your life. Um, journal about your feelings. Journal about your frustrations. Journal about maybe things you love. Mm -hmm. It could be anything. And know that there's two different kinds of journaling. And I, I like to share this, you know, it's like sometimes journaling is to like, I sit down and I write gratitudes and it refocuses me so that I feel better than what I did mm -hmm. when I sat down. And sometimes you're just sitting down, you've got some stuff going on that you just need to get on paper and they're both mm -hmm. valid, but that one doesn't always necessarily make you feel better, but it's super helpful right? to know what's going on. Um, you can listen to episode 14 on how to allow feelings. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, connect with friends online. So I have a couple friends from like growing up, like um, that I Marco Polo every day. Like we just have a check-in. And if you're not familiar with Marco Polo, it's like a video app. So instead of like text messaging people, you just video and it sends it to them. Um, so we just video like checking in, telling about like our day, like if we're frustrated with something or whatnot. And I have found that that's been super helpful, just like connecting with people when we don't mm -hmm. actually see people in person. Yeah. Um, you can also use Zoom, Snapchat, FaceTime, whatever. Um, I found that bike rides are pretty awesome. Yeah. We go on bike rides almost daily. Yeah, kind of getting out of the house and seeing the world. Yeah, walks, same thing. Mm -hmm. Bike rides or walks, just seeing the neighborhood, um, maybe seeing people drive by in their vehicle, mm -hmm. see another human. <laughs> wave, wave at other humans far from far away. <laughs> uh, and that just, that just includes like getting out of the house every day. Um, a friend of mine has mandatory outings with her family. Oh, and so every nice. afternoon they have to do something to get out of the house, whether it is like a walk, a bike ride, they might drive to, um, and do a hike that's open. They just do something every day to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Reducing news consumption. Yes. It's a great please. strategy. Please do that right now. Um, that has helped me so much. I found that just like limiting I mean, we don't, we don't have cable, so it's not like we have, like, the news on the TV, but just, like, internet, mm -hmm. stuff you see um, on social media or just, like, news apps. Um, yeah. I definitely limit it. And I would recommend, like, either setting aside some time where you're going to read the news or look at the news or watch videos on the news mm -hmm. so that you're not spending too much time where you have, like, a limit to it. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing that's been really helpful for people is finding like, um, what's the one I do? There's two that I have on my email. So CNN sends like a top five. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another one, like there's a lot of different groups that will send you like, here's a summary of the news. So that if you want to click more, you can, but mostly here's just a summary. And so it's just one quick email. I like that. Yeah, it's real nice. Um, And then, of course, there's always some good news. If you have not seen that on YouTube, check it out. It'll just give you a smile on your face. Who's that? John Krasinski? Yeah. Best. Yeah. You just have to find find him on, what, the Instagram and the YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, we've been watching it on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll just give you a smile. Mm-hmm. It'll make the, your day. Yeah, find find those those bright like the dodo that's like it's gonna show you all of the really heartwarming connections and like all the sappy stories. I think we need mm-hmm. just like just a little more of those right a now. A little more of those, yeah. Um, reading. I have actually gotten through a book mm-hmm. during uh, this quarantine, which is amazing. And I've started on a second one, which is even more amazing. Yeah. Because I rarely have time to read in my real life. <laughs> and, it, you know, I, because normally I do the library. I love like, like, like regular books, you know, like mm-hmm. physical books, but yeah. libraries have tons of books that you can borrow like through your Kindle, through Overdrive. Oh, that's and I have kind of, you know, I've been pushed to do that because I didn't have books in my house that I hadn't read yet that I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's a really great option. And so mm-hmm. I've just been reading, reading Kindle books, although yeah. note that you only have 21 days to read it. And I definitely ran out on my last book. I have to oh. re-get it. Oops. It's a Stephen King. It's a new one, <laughs> but I love it. been reading on the, been reading on a separate phone. Oh, nice. Um, ooh, garage workouts or home yes. workouts. <laughs> at home workouts don't try to buy any weights you won't find them right now though no don't post pandemic when you're listening to this there is no yeah. weights anywhere you have to make them make them um mary has made sandbags i am i'm currently in the process of making sandbags because the only thing available at like any stores out here and it's probably similar across the u.s is one pound and three pound weights <laughs> which I, w- I think you'd have to get like a bunch of them yeah. to make it really work, yeah. but that's what's available right now. Yeah. Um, and I just find like, I know sometimes it's hard just to like think about working out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have like a baseline minimum that I like to think about. Um, and this is a good strategy that works for me is like, like I used to do this a lot when I was running. And there are days and I'm like, oh, I just don't feel like running. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, you just go run for 10 minutes. And if you want to stop, you can stop. If you want to keep going, you can keep going. And it's usually just like that getting started was the hardest part. And so I would run for 10 minutes and I would say like 95% of the time I would just keep going. Yep. Yeah. But you um, really can turn around after 10 minutes. But yeah, after 10 minutes I had like, I could totally turn around and that'd be fine. Yep. Um, so whatever, whatever it may be, like if you're doing yoga, okay, I'll just, I'll turn on a class and I'll do 10 minutes of yoga. If I want to keep going, I can keep going. If I want to stop, I can stop. Um, or it could be just like, hmm, I'll just do, you know, like 10 air squats, five push push-ups, and five sit-ups. I'll do that three times. And then if I want to keep going, I can keep going. 
if that's all I do, that's all I do. Like that's my minimum baseline. Yeah. Doing something is better than nothing. Yeah. Um, And then play a musical instrument. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, Mary, I hear that you've been strumming the ukulele. I've been, I've been, I've been learning, running, learning how to play the ukulele. (laughs) I'm not really ready for a concert yet. No. (laughs) Uh, I do have four chords that I'm getting comfortable with. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I also have a guitar. I don't know if you know that I own a guitar. Oh, I did not know that. I have started, I've been going back and forth with this. I don't like to do things the way that people want you to do things or that is like useful sometimes. So I've been going back and forth between practicing the ukulele and the guitar and I am a beginner at both of them. And so it's super confusing and probably a really good idea, but super fun. Great idea. Why not? (laughs) That's the best way to do it. I'm sure. Dive head on into into both. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And then that makes me think of too, just like your hobbies. Like now you might have time to actually enjoy Mm -hmm. your hobbies. Um, And then um, my aunt Mary had just like a wonderful um, comment on my Facebook post. And she just, you know, was saying like, fewer choices, there's, you know, something to the simplicity of it all. Mm -hmm. And she has like a new appreciation just, and it is nice just to kind of enjoy, like, we have so many fewer choices and how easy it is to choose things now (laughs) right you're like I can do this or this that's all I have available right yeah and I want to say because I think this is really important just like working with so many people through like it's been really interesting to watch the um everybody go in a wave of like very similar patterns of Mm -hmm. of emotions Mm -hmm. and I think in the very beginning everyone was very thrown off by like how stressful it was and just very like and, you know, including myself, right? Like very confused, like, why can't I stop eating so much? Or why do I want to drink so much? Or why uh-huh. can't I get off social media? And I think two things, right? Like one is knowing that you're buffering your emotions and there's uh-huh. plenty of other options like we talked about. The other thing is something that I've had to do because normally I'm like, no, I'm going to feel my emotions. I'm just going to do this, right? Yeah. I have been exhausted, right? Like this has been really exhausting doing teletherapy with people like folks who are now working from home or not working or right. Like it seems like it would be easier Mm -hmm. because we're not going anywhere or right. right? But the change was so drastic Mm -hmm. that it's been really exhausting. And so one thing I had to do was like, we talked about this a little bit before, right? Like sometimes you just choose to buffer. Yeah. Right. Like I, I didn't have time to like set aside a a program of like, okay, when am I going to not eat my, like all the snacks after work so that I can feel my feelings. Right. Like I was just so tired. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, there's times when you're going to buffer and that's totally fine. Like sometimes buffering is fine because I think sometimes like people get that idea. It's like, Oh, I'm overeating and I need to stop. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. And you could just like, be kind to yourself. Yeah. There's a lot of feelings. Like, I don't want you to sit at your, sometimes I think people imagine, right. When we're talking about allowing your emotions, like just sitting at your kitchen table all day and like not doing anything to distract yourself from like a waves and waves of painful Mm -hmm. emotions coming over you. Right. Right. Like that is probably not helpful. It's like, yeah, yeah, totally buffering, distracting, sometimes super useful. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but knowing that like, okay, I'm doing this intentionally though. Right. Like at some point, yeah. maybe I'll pay attention to this a little bit more, but right now mm-hmm. I'm just so tired and yeah. it's okay. Yeah, definitely. And no, yeah. Knowing that it, you know, if this, this time will pass, mm-hmm. you know, like things will, I, I have an optimistic view that things will go back. Um, it may take a while. I don't know how long it will take, but I, I just, I don't believe that this is the rest of our life like this. No. So. And you know, I, I think the other thing is it might not, and I don't want it to look exactly like it did. Mm-hmm. Right. And people talk about normal and there will be a new normal yeah. where we have routine and we have the ability to look forward into the future and have a better understanding of what's going to happen in the next three months. Yeah. <laughs> right? But right now we do. Right. Right. Like, I yeah. Don't know you what's can't like, go on. right now you can't really plan anything because, yeah. you know, like yeah. we were, I, we were sitting around uh, talking with some friends and mm-hmm. we're trying to plan a trip and we're planning it for next summer. And we're just like, well, hopefully we can plan it for next summer. Like, right. I like, hope we so? can. <laughs> you would think we could, but yeah. And so there's a lot of confusion, a lot of unknown, a lot of yeah. emotions that I think we're not used to feeling so strongly and so intensely. And it's so like, yeah, totally. Sometimes I just want to not think at the end of my work day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? definitely. Not think, not feel, zone out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. That's just me. But, but man, if you're feeling like I just don't even have the energy to not buffer right now, it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's yeah, fine. And yourself. then just, yeah, take care of yourself and, you know, getting a way of feeling that shame or guilt for buffering. Absolutely. Okay, my friends, we got five tips for you to help you support your feelings during quarantine. And the first one is to journal. Mm -hmm. Just write about everything. Take pen to paper and let it all out. You know, you don't need to show this to anyone. So I encourage you not to hold back Um, by writing things down. You're getting them out of your head and onto paper. And this helps you gain a different perspective. Absolutely. And sometimes when it comes to these, right, the emo- like journaling about stuff we're buffering about, mm-hmm. like know that you don't have to keep your journal writings. Oh, yeah. You sometimes they're very them. confused. Yeah. It's like <laughs> this is an activity that you're not necessarily reading again in three months, right? It's like get it onto paper. And if you want to shred it, burn it, get rid yeah. of it so that nobody reads it. <laughs> sometimes my journals are very, it's like very dark. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you don't want to get that out. (laughs) (laughs) Look at it a little bit, see what's going on up there, and then maybe get rid of it. Um, Tip number two is have compassion for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't stress this enough. We are all human, and it's human nature to seek out pleasure and instant gratification. And know that you are doing nothing wrong when you buffer. Have compassion for yourself and know that you are not alone. Oh, like, yeah. not definitely all. not alone. <laughs> not alone in the buffering. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So if you're buffering, just be like, Kisa's with me on this. Kisa's <laughs> with me. Mary's with me. Solidarity. There's a lot of us. There's a big, yeah. big group right now. Yeah. So really have that compassion for yourself. Um, tip number three is to allow your feelings. Um, learn to allow, uh, learning to allow feelings is a skill. 
we oftentimes are not taught how to process our feelings fully and may have been taught to avoid them in some way or distract ourselves from, from them. But by allowing your feelings and processing them, you better understand yourself and can reduce your buffering. Um, a few questions I like to ask myself when I'm like feeling a craving for food um, is, you know, like, what am I feeling? Like, I'm obviously trying to avoid something. So what am I feeling? Um, or what would I be feeling if I didn't eat this? Mm -hmm. If I didn't watch another episode of Homeland, <laughs> um, which I've been binge watching, um, <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, what would I be feeling if I didn't like clean the house right yeah. now? Um, so those are, those are really good. And then also listening to episode 14 will be helpful on that. Um, number four is get outside. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking about my friend who has that mandatory outing with her family. Um, I think it's a wonderful idea and, um, get outside at least once a day, even if it's like walking around your backyard or doing some jumping jacks in your backyard, just get out and like smell the fresh air. Um, uh, maybe look at the, like we have a garden. So I go outside and I check out the garden. You can check out your plants. Uh, Mary, I know you have a fire pit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's just something about the outdoors that's so healing. I went hiking for Mother's Day and I didn't re realize how tense I was until we were hiking and I could just feel like just out there, I could just feel my body relaxing and just like being calm. It was so nice. I was yeah. just like, oh, forget about this. <laughs> I know it's so wonderful. And, you know, I do want to say, because I know like my two brothers are in New York city. Yeah. And so some places there's not space really mm -hmm. even to like, if you don't have a backyard or, you know, you don't really have a local green space that you can walk through. It's still really important to figure mm -hmm. out a way to get nature somehow into your home. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people just having a house plant, you know, maybe yeah. spending some time, like open your window for a minute. Yeah, just like not even nice. like even if you're in the city and there's a lot of like car noise and like smells happening, right? Like keeping our <laughs> windows closed, you like sometimes is a thing that we do. But it's mm -hmm. also seeing the humans is yeah. really important. It's like oh, there's a life outside of my little space. Yeah, and not just walking outside, although that is huge. Like if you can do that, please do that. Get outside, mm -hmm. and if you can't, just like opening the window or experiencing a plant or a tree or like if there's a bird of some kind, right? Like look at yeah. them, and remember that we're all part of you know we're all part of this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, tip number five is connect with a friend daily. Um, yeah, great idea. And this is huge in a time when we're confined to our houses, except for like grocery shopping and Target. <laughs> and our in-person socialization is limited. Yep. So, you know, reach out to a friend via social media, text, phone, FaceTime. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's great just to see someone else's faces and kind of like just share your daily struggles or... Mm -hmm any kind of frustrations. It's just kind of nice to share with somebody. Yeah. It's so nice to, to see other people's faces and like, it's kind of a push. It's one of my new appreciations. Like you were talking about earlier about mm -hmm. this whole thing. Like I had a zoom party. We called it the, the Preston house party, although it was on zoom. Oh yeah. And we just invited a whole bunch of people on zoom and we played scatter glories 
And so Aww. we were on Zoom and then you can like go to another screen where you like do categories and you talk about like, and you just laugh with each other and play a game. Yeah. It's actually, it's super fun. Yeah, it is. Definitely. I like it. Wow. Okay. Good stuff. Thanks, Kisa. Yeah. So much good information. So be kind to yourself about the buffering. We're all in it. Yep. yep. Remember, Mary and I are there with we you. Are, we are with you. <laughs> all right, friends, that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Definitely tune into our next episode where we're going to talk about pandemic grief. Um, mm -hmm. We're calling it, right? Grieving through the pandemic and allowing ourselves to feel that. Um, if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can also contact me at my website at www.maryelisepreston.com, or you can find Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. Um, I will say that with the quarantine, I've like reduced what I do. So my website is like out of date. So find me on Facebook, truthfully. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just find me on Facebook. <laughs> Forget about my website. <laughs> Um, if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we would greatly appreciate your help getting our message out. Yeah. And if you enjoy the show, we would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes and search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews and click on write a review. That's it. It's super helpful. And you know, it's been a little bit. Um, but if you write us a review on Facebook <gasps> or on iTunes, yeah. we'll read that for you. We will. We'll share that. We'll share that with the world. Yeah. Sicily. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right friends. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.